0: Mikey, Mikey and Rin, stay
1: in. stay in. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Hi guys, welcome to Mikey and Rin, stay in. I'm Mikey.
1: And I'm Rin.
0: And this is episode 23.
1: Yeah. Mm, Michael Jordan's number. Michael Jordan, holy shit. I really wanted to impress you there with that. Not, How did you know that? I did not I know that. just, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of in the culture.
0: I know, it's kind of the like one of the more famous numbers, mm-hmm. but Okay. Yeah, so Rindog, this has actually become a sports podcast now. So we're going to be talking about fighting brain injuries and points.
1: And we have a really incredible sports analyst here with us. Analyst.
0: (laughs) I like what you did there. I like that. Okay, so we're here with our friend Rachel and actually little baby Ziggy too.
2: You want to say something?
0: Inaugural baby on the podcast. Let me get this aimed towards your mouth. There we go. That's
2: what he said. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, Rach, why don't, you, why don't you tell us a little bit about you?
2: Well, um, uh, my name is Rachel. I am a mom of two lovely stepkids, two lovely not-stepkids, <laughs> and uh, I am a naturopath. I love to work with mamas, prenatal, postpartum, yes, all the things.
1: Yes.
0: Fantastic. Um. <laughs> so Rachel and her uh, husband Jason have been good friends of ours for years so since, basically since we lived in Portland mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've learned a lot together mm-hmm. we've grown together mm. they've been super supportive in our um, baby making um, they gave us actually these dolls. Yeah. Is that what we call them? Sculptures?
2: They're fertility dolls. Oh,
0: and actually we haven't put them back. She got pregnant right after we put them in the room and we haven't put them back in and our that room. that
2: might be a problem. Oh,
0: what is our problem? I didn't even
2: think about that. I know,
0: seriously. i
1: um, up.
0: But we got to do that. Tonight. Seriously.
1: I hope other things will be happening tonight. Yeah. Yes. yes. Other things going up tonight. Yeah? I don't
0: know. You really brought My that cake? home. Nah, that was a penis joke. So... <laughs> What would you like to talk about while you're here? Tell us some things.
1: Oh, man. Well, I've got so many things. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and I, I have a thought, because I, um, you know, we're really interested in this podcast on hearing about uh, stories of women's health and just things that were not in the um, sort of cultural talk a lot of times. Totally. And so Rachel mentioned that she is a stepmama and then a not stepmama. Um so I'd love for you to just kind of talk a little bit about your family dynamic and kind of how all of that <clears throat> happened and are you, your partner and yeah. You can yeah. talk about it better than I can. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, the stepkids happened because my husband had sex with someone before me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's Bummer. An
2: okay. Wah, wah. <laughs> I'm so glad
1: that didn't happen to me. I'm so know, glad was, he came. Mikey came to me virginal. Yeah,
0: I was definitely virginal.
1: Good, <laughs> good Catholic boy. Mm-hmm.
0: You know it.
2: Um, and so it was actually a, a big uh, conversation that we ended up having in the beginning of our relationship. Uh, one, Jason is older than I am by. He likes to say ten and a half years. I usually just say eleven because it's easier. Round it up. Uh, and he was not super interested in having more kids. Mm. He was kind of all done because his were potty trained, could feed themselves, Mm -hmm. went to school. And so he sat me down on like our second official date, Mm. made a fire and was like, so I should be honest with you. I've had a vasectomy and I want no more children. And at the time... I had dated a string of unfortunate men and was like, oh yeah, I I like, I always thought I wanted kids, but I'm really enjoying my career and, you know, I'm older and I, I think that's okay. So
1: yeah. we just, we just went along. And did you, did you really feel that in that moment or were in, you thinking, God, I really like this dude. And like, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> if I can get,
2: if I can reel him in, yes, exactly. I can, I can sink this one. Uh, no, I was, I, I felt that the words that were coming out of my mouth were honest nice. yeah, and they became dishonest very quickly. Mm. I mean, I told him that I changed my mind so that I wasn't lying, but,
0: um, was it after you guys got married? Do you oh, feel like that you changed your mind?
2: No, no. Oh goodness. Okay. No. Oh, okay. Um, thank God. Before that. <clears throat> so I moved in pretty quickly. Like when, when somebody has kids, it's, you're kind of fast tracked into things mm. because sure. you
1: either know you're serious or you're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so... How, how long into dating did you meet his children?
2: Well, we had a big plan uh-huh. that we would we would get together maybe once every six weeks and like I would be his friend and we would have a meal together or something. And we <sighs> went on our official first date just right before Christmas. Mm. And wow. I was hanging out with the kids uh, New Year's Eve so December 31st and then I think I spent like every waking moment with Jason after that. Okay. And so, uh so the, plan. The, the plan went out the window. Yeah. The kids quickly realized I wasn't just a friend. Um, they were very welcoming. They were Five and eight at the time. Oh, cool, yeah. Super excited to have some female energy around. Yeah. And um, and it wasn't until I moved in, which was uh, May.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, and I started really taking care of the kids and notch up, like making them lunches and reading bedtime stories and... Staying up with them when they got sick, mm. or I was like, Hey, you know that thing I said I didn't want? Yeah, I'm, I want to do that with you from like the very beginning. Oh, yeah. Wow. And he was like, Shit. So,
0: yeah, I wish my kids weren't so awesome. Maybe they wouldn't have caused this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Damn it.
2: Exactly what he said. He's like, Well, my sperm, I mean, how could you not? <laughs> um, and so that was a big. Big big pin in, like, where do we go from here? Yeah. Because um, I needed to get clear on whether or not I was willing to be in a relationship and not have kids. Mm. Right. And he needed to get clear. He did eat that. On whether or not I'm just shoving food in my child's mouth to keep it quiet.
0: We were eating. <laughs> Rini made, like, a pear. I, I guess I was saying kafluti, which And
1: I, I said... I don't know what the fuck that is.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either really. The, <laughs> it we, tastes good. It used to be the thing that we'd make in culinary school because it was super easy. So if you had a bunch of fruit, you just like whip together like a basic custard mix, basically. So it's like eggs, milk, whatever, and then just pour it in there and you could just bake it. And it was like super, super easy. So I think that's what we're eating right now. But
2: eggs and milk are two things that are really important for fertility. You yes. You fertilize the egg. And then you're, like, Oh, yeah. Then, squirt the milk out.
0: And squirt the milk. Well, so Seems these are apple So, yeah, so Rins, yeah, she's going to be pregnant after this podcast. After eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. after eating this. Mm-hmm. But Ziggy is so cute because she's just like eating. She's been eating. We had chicken, roasted chicken, and she's like just sticks the whole wing bone in her mouth. She's just like nah, nah, nah.
1: using the wing bone also as a utensil to scoop uh, soup with, which scoop I thought soup. was really brilliant. Yeah, yeah,
2: she's a cave child. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and so, I had to kind of talk with Jason about whether or not... Okay, just stick a boob in it, and then it gets quiet. I know, <laughs>
0: inaugural baby, an inaugural breastfeed on Mikey and Rin's stand. Yes!
1: There it is. Woo!
2: I feel like there's
0: what need to... Yeah, here, I'll give you, a, I'll give you this A later. medal. <laughs> yeah, gold medal.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Mikey was going to hand off his necklace. My
0: medallion. Let mm-hmm. my medallion swing.
1: Okay, you got to be quiet. We're really important. We're going to be famous.
0: I know, seriously.
2: Okay. Uh, and so I... Came to Jason and said, you are more important to me than kids. Mm. And so I'm in this no matter what. Mm. But if you're a no, then I, I, I'm going to have to, like, I think back off a few notches with the momming thing that I'm doing. Because mm. I was, like, mm. all in. And That's I was, interesting. I was really taking care of them when yeah. they were at our house. I was like, it's just too painful. Mm. He was like, yeah, okay. I respect that. I get it. So then we decided we'd, we'd do some therapy sessions together to work through what we actually wanted. Um, and that was hard. That was hard to stay grounded in, like, okay, here's this guy that I, I love, that I know loves me, um, who chose to have kids with someone that he now clearly does not like at all. Mm. And he doesn't know if he wants to do it with me. So that was like the hardest part of it. Um,
1: And then were you got, I mean, you're a medical professional, so you were likely aware that a vasectomy could be reversed.
2: Um,
1: Yes. But did you guys have any idea of what that surgery looks like? What it would cost? What it is it painful? Like, right. Success all, rates and stuff? Yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: like yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. I mean, the way it, it went down is that. Um,
0: <laughs> Does she want to hang out with me? I'm gonna
1: She's got something to say. Let's see what we got. Oh. Hello. Um.
2: Hello. I didn't know anything about the I mean Jason knew how the vasectomy worked. Yeah. He was like it was it was like a 20 minute thing and it cost 500 bucks. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. In and out, no big deal. Uh-huh. And uh so he wanted to do some research of like okay, is there a way to extract the sperm <laughs> without getting it reversed?
1: <laughs> oh, interesting. But yeah. that
2: that would mean IVF. Uh-huh. And it's oh, right. like no, yeah, yeah. I ain't into that one, baby. Yeah, um, and then there was he was <makes noise> like, "Well, what if we got a donor?" And I was like, that doesn't feel great to me." You want mm-hmm. to have? You want me to have someone else's children with any? Because he had a relationship with his stepdad that was very strong. He was like, "You know, I feel like I'd be kind of doing that same thing, and you're raising my kids, and I could be raising yours." I was like, mm, "That feels odd, but I could get there." Mm. Um, and the more we talked about it, the more we got on the same page. Mm. And we made sure we were on the same page before he put a ring on it. Because mm. it felt like something that we really needed to have. Like, that kink needed to be ironed out before. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm.
0: And so t- tell us about the vasectomy reversal.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell, yeah. That was... So I did a bunch of research on specialists. Because, you know, if someone's cutting into your balls... Yeah. You want to know that they know what they're doing. Top notch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't go for, like, the Groupon. <laughs> and so I found the guy down in San Francisco who came very well, you know, regarded. I, I had an interview with him along with a few other people, and he definitely stood out. Um, and then, then there was the price tag which was, you know, $12,500. Oh,
0: was it? Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: And not to mention the flight down there and all the things, right? Right. And so then we were like, uh, okay. But <clears throat> my mom had said, you know, uh, I'm, I am her only child, her only daughter. This was my first wedding mm. and only. Mm. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Don't blow it, Jason.
2: And right, don't fuck <laughs> it up, man. No. And so she said, I have 10000 that I want to put towards your wedding, and whatever you don't spend of that, you can put towards the surgery. Mm. And so we were like, okay, I'll, I can be cheap. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can be um, cost effective. Yes. Uh, and then Jason's mother kindly um, offered to match Whatever my mom wow. put in. So kind we ended up having like... to do...
1: Because Mikey's parents have also <clears throat> offered to um, cover uh-huh. this, all of this infertility stuff that we're going through and a mm-hmm. potential IVF. And I just think, like, what an incredible grandparent investment to make. Yeah. It just is like, makes my heart sing. I just think it's the sweetest gesture. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: And since we're going to have a dummy of a kid who's definitely not going to college, <laughs> like pay for this and then you know. It's then all you're good. fine. You're yeah. off the hook. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We're going to go to the School of Hard Knocks and just. You know.
2: So we ended up having to pay for like 1200 Wow. Like pretty minimal yeah. when it comes to all the things. Um, and we flew down there. It was not a short surgery. So it was a microsurgery and it was four hours of Jason under with like... Oh, really? 500 (gasps) micro-stitches and uh, it was no small thing. Um, Neither is Jason's, you know, private area. Uh, (laughs) And to throw that one in there, baby. Yes. Um, (laughs) And so, you know, he was on major narcotics. And the funniest part is when he woke up from the surgery, he was, like, high as a kite (laughs) and very loud. Um, He thought it was funny when I – because I had to help him dress afterwards because he was wobbly. And, you know, I drove him back to his – we stated his sisters who lived just outside of San Francisco in Oakland. Uh, and <clears> Oakland, <throat> and um, I'm like trying. I'm getting him dressed. I'm like pulling on his pants, and then he he's like, "Ow!" Oh! I was like, "Oh my god, what happened?" He's like, "I got gotcha. you." Oh my like, god. Fuck you. <laughs> no, <he did> not. <laughs> so, um,
1: so tell me about your because this is so interesting, right? I think there's. A lot of times when we hear stories, and this is our story about the the female side being the fertility challenge, mm, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not like Jason had a fertility challenge. Clearly, he could make kids. It was just he roadblocked his, it. His pipes had been <laughs> cauterized. Yes, exactly. Um, so, talk to me a, a little bit about your, what, you know, what you're feeling around him making this decision and then having to go through the surgery and
2: Yeah. Well, I really appreciated like w- sometimes when we get into a tussle and mm-hmm. we're like, you know, I, can, you just like can we strip it all back and like I just need to know you love me and he's like if you ever have a doubt like yeah. I let someone cut into my balls mm. for you and had two more kids like that's
1: there's love and then that's there's fucking love, love yeah right yep. you're right you're right yeah. Um, was there guilt? Was there, I mean, was there anything on your end? Like, I mean, in the beginning, mm-hmm. I because
2: mean, seeing him go through the surgery, it was definitely painful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I um, was pregnant for a total of 80 weeks with two children and two vaginal births without pain meds, and any guilt that I had was totally... <laughs> Absolutely erased, <laughs> completely. I was like, "Yeah, vasectomy reversal, whatever, no biggie." Push two babies out my badge, thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, I think he got the easier end of it mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. by far. Such a good point. Yeah, uh, and you know, I the the things that stuck out to me the most. One. The surgeon was great, but he sat us down before the procedure, and he was like, look, you are already, I mean, at the time, Jason was 37, Mm -hmm. and had had his vasectomy already for nine years.
1: Wow. And so... You know, okay. there was that. Wow. So is there, was there a chance that it wasn't going to work because it yeah. had been so long? Oh. So
2: there was that. I mean, there's always a chance that
1: sure. the reversal
2: doesn't work, right? But then there was also, I was of advanced maternal age. Hell yeah. <clears throat> so I was, I was <laughs> 35. Mm-hmm. And so he showed us this pretty little graph and mm-hmm. where we overlapped. He's like, well, you being in this category with your reversal and you being 35, mm. like, it average, it's going to take you six months to a year to get pregnant. So we were like, okay, it's all right. I can, you know. But of course, I, who, like, my biological clock is, like, thumping, mm. um, was anxious, like, beyond anxious Mm. what if it doesn't work Mm. what if this isn't like this wasn't uh, we'll do the reversal and then we have the option of other things it was Mm. kind of like the agreement was we'll do the reversal see if things work naturally and if it doesn't we just let this go Wow. and so I was was anxious to say the least Um, and I had gotten to the point where I was having a lot of trouble not Like, of course I was happy for my friends who got pregnant. And Mm. I love babies. Mm. And I really respect pregnant women. But there was a good, like, six to nine months Mm. where I had to unfollow anyone who was pregnant or had a newborn. Like, walking down the street, I'd see pregnant women and I'd just be like... And just like walk on the other side of the street we're know? in that yeah. mode right now yeah i know i um, just want to punch him in the face a little bit
0: we're also coming into next week is the would have been the due date for mm. our baby and, um, hard. Yeah. so it's like when we have we know people that are having babies or just have had them or are having them next week yeah and it's hard not to be like fuck you, you right know? That we you do what'd you right. do to get that yeah yeah
2: yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah totally so that was a hard space to be in because I am not used to being a negative person. Like, I'm not typically a pessimist. I'm not a, but I could not get to a space of believing, just like trusting mm. the things were going
1: to work out. Well, and you work with pregnant women and women trying to get pregnant and postpartum, right? Right. So that adds a whole nother layer. Which must for you too. <laughs> <laughs> it sure does. Going yeah. in and seeing those babes. Yeah. yeah. It's, I've had to. Work through some stuff for mm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right in your face.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was very nervous. Mm. Um, and then I, I keep feeling like the universe, it gives you, like pushes you up to your limit mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you get it. Mm-hmm. So we ended up getting pregnant um, the first chance we could. He had his surgery the very beginning of October. Mm. He had to c- completely abstain from anything for f- six weeks. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, he was on pain meds for a while. He had to. He couldn't lift anything heavy or mm. do any strenuous exercise for I think four weeks. Mm. So it was right around Thanksgiving where we got the green light from the surgeon to, to try, but I knew I had already, like my window had closed for that month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then mid-December, the next viable option. So we hadn't really, like I wasn't really tracking very much mm-hmm. at that point. I was just getting into the groove because I was like, well, this is probably going to be a long road. Um, and it was New Year's Eve and Jason was like, Baby, can you just can we can we just get a pregnancy test? Like, really? I'm not trying to say that you're emotional, but you just seem like <laughs> I just feel like maybe there's something like you just you seem a little sensitive. Wait, and had you
1: had you noticed that at this point? No, because oh, interesting. Because I was
2: just in total denial of like huh. this is going to happen like at the eleventh hour.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: and so. I was like, fine, I'll take it. This is stupid. It's going to be negative. And so I took it, uh, and it was negative, and I proceeded to cry all night. And he was like, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm an asshole. I was like, I just, he's like, is there anything? Do? Yes, get me ice cream.
1: <laughs> Obviously.
2: <laughs> so we had, like, we had ice cream in bed mm. um, and counted down to midnight. And I was like, I told you it was going to be negative. I just, like, leave me alone. <laughs> and, uh, and then two days late, three days later, it was January 3rd. Um, and he was gone with the two older kids. Mm. And I was home alone. And, the, you know, the pregnancy tests come in packs of, like, three. And I was like, I haven't started my cycle. I should have started mm. a couple days ago. I'll take another one. What the hell? So I took it, and there was a very faint line. And so then I spent an hour Googling false <laughs> false positives on pregnancy tests. Yes. Because I was certain that it was not legit. And so then Jason gets home, and I was like, I want to show you something. And I showed it to him. And I was like, does that, what does that look like to you? Like, does that look like a line or not a line? He was like, baby, you're pregnant. I was like, but I don't think, I think, I don't think so.
1: The line's not
2: quite dark enough. He was like, "I think, yeah, you're pregnant. You're just pregnant." I was like, "But I'm not. I don't think. I don't think so." So I took like four more pregnancy tests. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The final one was in the bathroom of a Fred Meyer. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. And that one
1: was like clear.
0: Yeah. I mean, there needs to be a law passed that pregnancy tests have to just say pregnant, pregnant or, or not pregnant. pregnant.
1: Yeah. 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 No smiley face bullshit. No weird. No lines. lines. Yeah. No- yeah. Just give me, just give me the goods.
2: Give me the right. goods. Um, and so then I proceeded to just panic for the next <laughs> nine months that I was either going to miscarry or have a stolen birth. Like that was yeah. where wow. I went. So yeah. that was fun. And why do you think that you went there? Well, I knew the statistics Yeah. and I was like, we got pregnant so easily. It can't be, no, something, the other shoe, it's got to mm. drop. So the, for the first 12 weeks, every time I went to the bathroom, I was like I was just waiting. Right. Just waiting for it. And then that passed and then I was like I was afraid to get attached. Um and everything seemed like it was okay and all the tests were coming back okay. Mm. Um but I had had two friends who like very far along in their pregnancies, one at 36 and one at 39 weeks, yeah. like for for no reason that was discernible had 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 stillborns and I was like so even up to the end I was like it it was in the back of my head it wasn't the forefront it wasn't the Mm. only thing I was thinking about but it was definitely
3: Mm.
2: a very large concern at different times Mm. Um, and that's that's something that the movies never show you like you know, yeah, it's like we're pregnant. So and then, so then everything to, and then everything's fine. But, yeah, a yeah. little morning sickness and then it's like So much anxiety. Right. Sure. So much anxiety. Sure. And so much blame and guilt and like what should you do and shouldn't you do when you're pregnant? Yeah.
1: Well, and especially once you're of advanced maternal age. <laughs> right. Um Yeah, there's there's <laughs> I know, you just,
0: might get your wheelchair caught in your your exactly. De- well, your it is it is called
1: a geriatric pregnancy. Oh yeah. Yes. We know that Which is very well.
2: Ridiculous. i
0: have just yeah, we always talk about like what fucking asshole male doctors came up with <laughs> yes. that one like mm-hmm. over 35 you're geriatric. So get your walker and your wheelchair <laughs> and you watch Jeopardy and eat warm tapioca pudding.
2: Well, you know. <laughs> I have your baby. I have I just got a doula so that they can hold my dentures.
0: Nice. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. That's a really good <laughs> use for a doula. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love
1: that. <laughs> Did did you have similar anxiety with your second pregnancy? Well, my second pregnancy
2: was a whole different ballgame. <laughs> How so? So that one, Jason and I were very clear. It was one and done.
1: Because
2: mm. it took a lot to get to the one. Mm. And so I um, <clears throat> was still breastfeeding Coop at night. And I hadn't got my cycle back yet. Mm. And so... My intention was just like to start being real careful when I got my cycle back. Mm. And I'm a doctor, so I know better. But I also. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I love. Yeah. What I also I love.
2: really fucking wanted a second baby. So there was a part of me that was like, <laughs> eh, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, maybe
0: if I wasn't so careful. Hmm.
2: But I wasn't like, there was certainly sure, no, no scheming. like, let me pull the wool over. Like right, I, sure. <laughs> I really, really thought because I had these ovulation strips and I was like, clockwork peeing on them and I was just not ovulating on it and then I think I might have gotten like a smidge lazy because mm. I was doing it solid for a year right and right, I was right, like right, for right. fuck's sake this is just exhausting sure yeah and so um lo and behold like the only time I don't do it uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my right. God.
0: right
3: this thing this,
2: happens
0: yeah a little ziggy
2: and so I didn't know I was, I was pregnant and I, you thinking, knew, with you. you knew, yeah. I kept thinking, I mean, Coop was, goodness, um, September, October, November, December, he was like 16 months and I was like, when the hell am I going to get my cycle back? Mm. And then, um, he, like, I started getting some sensitivity with him nursing, And then I started to like get a little emotional, and then I started to get a little nauseous, Uh and I was like, "Huh, (laughs) I remember this." Well, that's interesting. (laughs) And so I went and I bought um, the pregnancy test with the stripy lines, the pregnancy test that said "pregnant," not "pregnant." Yeah, I brought like four different ones. Fantastic. And I went into the bathroom of Jim and Patty's coffee shop over on Fremont. I like that you that you ch- that you do public, public mm, pregnancy testing. Yeah, because I don't want Jason to find the pregnancy <laughs> test.
0: <laughs> that's a solid move. Yeah, that's good.
2: Um, and so sorry, baby. Um, I mean, there's yeah. So I am like in the bathroom, lock the door, set the timer, and just like having a. D- almost panic attack on the are toilet you, are
1: you with your eldest child at this point no he was no. hanging out with my sister Okay. okay. what yep,
0: kind yep. of coffee did you get
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was a chai
0: so you're sitting there drinking your chai yeah. peeing on the studio um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't
2: take my coffee in, my chai into the bathroom oh that's too bad because I think there's OSHA rules against that there mm-hmm. probably are but that's okay um, and I was afraid I'd get them mixed up Yeah. yeah I right like right
0: this not. as a plug for what was it Jim and Patty's Jim
2: and Patty's coffee shop on P- Fremont
0: there we go mm-hmm. best place to pee on a stick
1: they have great coffee cake.
0: And you can get uh, and find you out that can you have a baby pregnant. in the bathroom. No. Rindog, we're going there when you're ovulating next. Nice. Yeah.
1: Bonin' in the bathroom.
0: Bonin and uh-huh. and sconin'. At Jim and Pat's.
1: No, I'm pretty sure
2: we actually got pregnant um, New Year's Eve um, in Gearhart. Oregon. Oh yeah. Ooh, that's so that's maybe a You guys want to book a place? Yeah. Here.
0: we're going to Tinker Hatfield. We're coming to stay at your house.
2: <laughs> and um, so all of all four of the pregnancy tests <clears throat> were in fact positive. Pickup.
0: Ziggy's <laughs> the best eater I've seen, and is just creatively eating in a way that I've just—it's artistic. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and I so I like put them all in my bag. Okay.
0: Awesome. Piss sack.
2: And I went back and I like sat down and I was drinking my chai and I was like rocking back and forth like, oh my God, oh my, oh my God, oh my. I was shit ass excited and I was so nervous because that, I think at the time, was Jason's biggest fear Mm. Um, because his, his pop um, married and divorced, well, divorced three times, married four times, had... uh, boy and a girl just like Jason had with her first the first marriage and then he got remarried had two more kids got another divorce so I think that like Jason's biggest fear was that he would relive Mm. that whole pattern okay Mm. and that the fourth kid would be like the nail in the coffin of our relationship Mm. of us ever getting to spend time together Mm. um that I really loved being a mom to Cooper, but two is a whole different ball game, and it would mm. change my attitude mm. um, and you know being eleven years older right I don't want to fucking be a dad at fifty like right right I don't want to have a cane walking down you know high school graduation right right and so um so he was out drinking with some friends <clears throat> um. And he came home, and I was on the couch, kind of like white in the face, mm. and he was like, you okay? And I was like, mm-mm-mm. And so we sat down, and I couldn't talk, and so he started guessing. Like, my dad had has been in a, a memory care facility for a, some, I, I think at the time, six years, and so he's like, did your dad die? And I was mm-hmm. like... No, is Cooper okay? Yeah, is your mom okay? Yeah, like, you know, just the list, the list. Go through the gamut of things. Uh And then finally he was like, are you pregnant? He guessed it.
3: Oh boy. And I like. I'm nervous right now. I I start bawling. (laughs) I'm
2: Spoiler alert. Oh boy. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, well, we'll figure this out. And then he got up. And he left. Oh, wow. And I was like, fuck. Like I couldn't contact him. There was no communication of like, I'm just going to go for a, a brief walk mm. or mm-hmm. I'm just going to go out for 20. Like it was, I'm, he just left. And I went and just sobbed in bed. And I was like, this may, I may have just broken our, mm. like this might be the end. Like, I don't, I don't know if this is reverse
1: salvageable. Mm. I don't, I don't know. Um, God, and it's so interesting to think too about how like you said, you were excited, oh
2: man, I like like you wanted, always right? always I have a it's... story that I wrote when I was like yeah. five on like the big scratch paper, mm. and it's all about how i I fall in love, I get married, I couldn't spell husband. it was like husband, <laughs> and then I had a baby boy, and then I had a baby girl <gasps> because you know, the boy was supposed to like toughen the girl wow, up wow <laughs> yeah um. So I had it planned out from a very young age, wow. and um, and so it, that was a it was a rough start. Yeah. Um, lots of crying, uh, maybe some screams like that, maybe some, <laughs> <Yeah>. some <laughs> shrill noises. Um, you know, we did talk about what would it be like to end the pregnancy, mm. and I was like, I I don't think I. Like, I physically don't think I have it in me to do that. Yeah. Um, And it was, you know, I had heard lots of stories from particularly Jason's eldest about, like, when he, when his ex-wife was pregnant with her, like, he used to read to... To her in the womb, and, and mm. they would listen to music. And she's a, very much a daddy's girl. And so they had daddy daughter dates. And mm. he was on, mm. like, I think one or two nights a week, he would wake up and feed um, Sierra. And um, there was very much a 50 50, like his ex expected 50 50, mm, mm-hmm. you change a diaper, I change a diaper mm. kind of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And so, um, I knew that our – especially with our first, it would be different because I wanted to be more – like, I wasn't interested in pumping, so I was just going to get up in the middle of the night and feed the baby. And, Got it, yeah. And I I just, like, like I want to eat babies, and so I uh, was fine with diaper changing because, like, you get to see their butt, and oh, they're just – they're so totally. cute. And yeah. So I knew that it wasn't going to look exactly the same, but it also was a little painful that, you know, with Cooper it was his – third time around with Ziggy it was his fourth time around and he still wasn't 100% on board and so there was this element of like I it was one of the most joyous times of Mm. my life like growing a human that you you know you want your partner to be in it with you Mm. and he Oh, he showed up for everything. Of course, he was very protective of me and very loving towards me. Um, but there was no reading to my belly. And mm. there was no like real mm. excitement about the process. Mm. If anything, with, um, with the oopsie, it was like uh, I would come to points in the pregnancy and he'd be like, I'm just, I'm not there yet. I'm still grieving. And so wow. it's really hard. It's it's yeah. hard to be six months pregnant and know that your husband, there's a part of him that's grieving the mm-hmm. experience. Wow. Um, and we're we're very far past that at this point. Like he adores um, his little baby girl. Uh, we still have our moments of like he's like I. I fucking want a night alone with you. Mm. I, I'm tired sure. of not having any, like, this is why I didn't want little kids, because mm. I want my wife. Yeah. I want you before I'm 80. Uh, I'm like, yeah, just a couple years. Um, but that's a hard part. Mm. That's, and I recently, uh, I'm writing a blog post, and I recently put out a question to Portland Mamas Group, mm-hmm. which is a very, very talkative group. Mm rather complainy group, Mm. but lots of valuable info. Mm. So I just wanted to know like, what are the biggest mom myths out there that you've been fed by either mainstream media or Mm. the movies or TV? Yeah. Good question. And a lot of it is like that you'll have time in so many Mm. shows. Like you think about, I think about friends that dates me, but any of the shows where Mm. people have babies and then they like go to work and then they go out for drinks afterwards. And the kids are like sort of backdrop somewhere in there. That's total bullshit, you guys.
1: (laughs) Total bullshit. Um, (laughs) Well, it's, it's because it's part of, it's in our ethos, right? That like, if you're going to if you're going to choose to be a mom and if you're going to choose to have a career, like you can have it all, but you have to do it like while wearing heels and not, no spit up on you and Mm. like crushing at your job. Mm -hmm. And you know, you've got to be like hashtag mom life in it and hashtag job life in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, So uh,
2: newsflash, you can't, you can't do it all. You just can't. Right. Right. That's been my biggest lesson. Hmm. And I feel like, I started to learn it with my stepkids, mm-hmm. which was a blessing. Mm. Setting boundaries with them made setting boundaries for myself when I had kids way easier. Oh, that's interesting. Um But yeah, no. Like I started out s- just stepmom of the millennium. Like I was making three different meals because I wanted everybody to be happy and oh, bless your heart. I was like <laughs> They would get something and like, I think I made granola once and I put raisins in it or I put, no, I put cranberries in it and Jack was like, I don't like cranberries. And I legit took a 30 minutes to just individually pick out fucking cranberries. I did. I did. I did. This was in the very beginning. Wow. So it was it was that level of like, I'm, I'm going to make this perfect. And yeah. then, you know, I was still working um, five days a week at my own clinic and doing the commute and all the things. And that's when I finally was like, yeah, this is dumb. <laughs> if you're hungry enough, you'll eat a cranberry.
1: Yeah, And if
2: you're desperate enough, you'll pick it out yourself.
1: Yes.
2: Um, And that's uh, when I had my first, when I chose to go into telemedicine because the commute mm. and the drive and everything, like mm. part of the difficulty of taking care of yourself as a mom is getting anywhere and getting childcare. Yeah. Because... Sure. The drive to and from, you, like, double the amount you're paying for. Mm.
1: Um, so, yeah, it's a
2: shameless plug for me. If you're a mom <laughs> out there, you need some help.
1: Please, um, please plug. It's actually a really nice transition to, to plug what you got going on. Tell We've got mamas that are listening, so um, and potential mamas-to-be oh that are listening. That's amazing.
2: I went... <laughs>
0: I know that Mikey's been off microphone for a little bit. Uh, Ziggy and I went and played Costume Time. So Ziggy is now wearing a hot dog outfit. That's obvious. And it looks great. She makes an
2: amazing hot dog.
0: You make
1: a yummy hot dog.
0: And she's wearing a little sombrero, too.
1: Oh, my God, Ziggs. I just too much. (laughs) All
0: right, plug away.
2: Yeah, so Fit fit Mama PDX. Um, I love working with moms all over. And my sweet spot is right in that, like, Sort of where you and Mikey are mm. like getting moms uh, before they get pregnant is awesome because we get to work on setting up a really nurturing environment that mm. is well fed and cared for, a body that is pristine to house a human, um, and then I, you know I'm sure that moms out there who have been through it can attest to the fact that you get so much prenatal care mm-hmm. and then you have a baby mm-hmm. and your life arguably changes more than it will ever change in mm. in, in your entire existence. Mm-hmm. And all you get is a six-week checkup to make sure that you aren't bleeding too much. And then they're like, you've got this, right? Yes.
1: Which doesn't
2: work. And right. so I love working with moms in the postpartum period of like, Let's create a real plan of how you're going to take care of yourself Great. because, um, because it's totally overwhelming mm. if you don't have support. And mm. I think we all go into it thinking like, oh, we yeah, all will figure it out. All those people in the movies do. Right. Um, right. right. But it's not. And, it's, and sleep deprivation can throw you for some
1: serious loops. Mm. Um, well, and a lot of us are, have chosen to move away from our families, and so there isn't this sort of built-in, mm-hmm. you know, oh. grandma's always around, right. and she's given me some advice, and so's gray auntie, and you know, so... Um, that's amazing. And you, you work with mamas no matter where their location located Yep.
2: So yeah. that's the beauty of telemedicine yeah. is I, I get to talk to mamas anywhere. We do some video consults and I can order um, labs that come to your doorstep. And So awesome. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I've got um, uh, mamas in London and New York and
1: L.A. and so all cool. over. It's, it's fun. FitMamaPDX.com, com, Yeah. That's it. Okay. That's cool. amazing. Will you um, play a quick little game with us? Oh, I love games. Okay. You're really good at games. Yeah. Um, so this game is just your, it's going to be five favorites. So we've yeah. got. Rapid um, fire. Yep. We're going to rapid fire. Ziggy's going to rapid fire something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at the table. And then we're going to rapid. Just some fire. dog bowls being thrown. <laughs> um, some questions at you. So number one. 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 I'm gonna go with your favorite swear word. Twat.
2: Ooh.
1: Yes!
0: God, last interview was cocksucker, and now we got twat. We're getting some creative ones. We can
2: put those together. That's yeah. fucking twat licking cocksucker. Like, wow. Yeah!
0: That's a yes. good one. That's a, that sounds like a real giver of a person, actually. Yeah. Twat licking cocksucker?
1: I, I've been known to be a giver.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, number two. I'm going to go with your favorite 90s makeout song. Oh, geez. I'm so bad at decades. Yeah. Um, it would have been high school. Yeah, it would have been high school for okay, you. Okay, mm-hmm. high school. High school. High mm-hmm. school. High
0: school.
2: Come on, ride the train. Wow. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. Come on, ride the wow, train. That's some,
3: yeah, that's some <laughs> active ride kissing. It up. <laughs>
1: if you feel like dancing. Yeah. Feel, yeah, yeah there, there's, there's there no is. slow bump and grinding. It's like, no. Get right to it. Um. Okay. Number three. How about your twenty twenty candidate? What's your? Uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, anybody but fucking Trump, man. Mm-hmm. Um.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling. I'm feeling the, the Warren action. Yeah. It yep. Feels good to me. Yeah. Okay. I like it.
0: Mhm. Um. What else have we not done? Oh. Uh. Well. Why don't we do um last really positive interaction with a healthcare professional?
3: Oh yeah, that's a mm-hmm. good one. This is like
0: the least fun of all the questions. but no, I often, like it. I know, I like it too because it's like we oftentimes our interviews are like, then this went wrong and this went wrong and I had mm. a shitty doctor. And so we like to like end it on a positive note. Like how did someone really help you? Well, recently? I mean,
2: really my last doctor of any kind was my midwife. Mm. Oh, cool, yeah. And that was delightful. Mm. Great. Home birth in front of the fireplace. Awesome. Uh, end of September, 7.06 a.m. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> and there she is. And then that thing
2: <laughs> popped out. It was. It was very beautiful and um, so peaceful and uh, yeah, I felt really well cared for. Wow,
1: that's a good one.
2: #hashtag Alma Midwifery in Portland, Oregon. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They have been about
1: shouted about. out. Yeah, once or maybe twice yeah. other times on the show. Um, okay, what are we missing? Food. Yes. What is your favorite um, eat-your-feeling snack? Oh yeah. So before Ziggy was born, it was
2: definitely ice cream. Mm. But she is not doesn't do well with the dairy. Mm. So I've kind of given up ice cream, which has made her really sad. Clearly, you can hear it. Um, She's got so
1: much empathy for that. So
2: <laughs> now I would say, oh gosh. Eat my feelings snack. I love. Oh yeah, there it is. My mom's granola. Oh,
1: nice one. I know that That's, feels like
2: really hippie dorky. It is
1: pretty crunchy, but um, but I'm, it's I'm with you. So good. What makes it good?
2: It's addictive, and it's. I've never had a granola that tasted so
1: good. It's very nutty, yeah. and it mixes very well with dark chocolate. Oh. okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um. Hey, I really appreciate you. Well. I heart you um I just I just you you speak so effortlessly about this journey and it was um I just appreciate you opening up and um and sharing something that I've just never heard before yeah <laughs>
2: well I don't think that anyone's journey to becoming a parent is easy and I once we get there, I mm. think oftentimes we gloss over all mm. the hard bumps along the road. Yeah. But it's a, it's a pretty bumpy, scary, yeah. uncertain journey.
1: Yeah. I know, and I think that there's, there's, there's a part of me that's always known that, and I think that's why I've postponed for so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, now here I am. With a, a an infertility journey, right? And so it's, yeah. I think that um, I knew that intuitively that like the road sounds hard and scary. Mm-hmm.
2: But there are so many pieces of it that are also incredibly rewarding yeah. and delightful. Yeah,
1: totally. Um, well, thank you again, Rachel. Mm, thank you for having thank me. Thank you, Ziggy. Let's sing right out. Aww,
0: so you cute. want to sing with us? Here we See go. Us. Okay, you guys, uh, tune in next episode. It's gonna be a Mikey and Rin episode. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> Ziggy got the microphone. It's gonna be just a Mikey and Rin episode, and um, that's gonna be episode twenty-four.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so don't forget to rate us, review us on iTunes, and write to us at Let's Eat at MikeyandRinStayin Yeah.
0: So thanks for tuning in. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. And tonight, oh, we're gonna stay. stay down. In. In. Yeah. Ziggy, you want to say anything?
3: Ah. <laughs> Thanks guys, see you soon.